everybody, welcome back to Let's Talk PMA. Um, Mom, how are you today? Hey, I am great. The sun's shining today, so I'm super excited. And uh, today's an awesome day. Just had some super fun things happening. I'm so excited to share and what you're doing and what I'm doing and um, yeah, everything, all the progress that we're having with the workbook and all the work that we're doing. Super excited. Yeah. So today is going to be more just like a little life update for you guys. Just kind of check in and what we're doing, what we're pushing with, with the podcast and the workbooks and everything like that. Um, just kind of talk about where, where we've been at, what we've been doing and how everything is going. So it's super sunny here, but it's sunny, like almost every day here. So <laughs> and I'm going to go, go, go to the pool, pool this weekend. I'm going to the <laughs> pool this weekend for sure. <laughs> I might join you next Friday. Next Friday, we will be able to go to the pool. Yeah. Hopefully it stays nice. I'm really excited. I know. I'm excited to see you. We get to come see you for a day. So where are you guys going, Mom? Share where you're going. We are going to Puerto Vallarta for nine days, but we're going to come see you for a whole day, spend St. Patrick's Day with you. It's like a day and a half. (laughs) A little bit. Yeah, we get in late on Thursday. So, yep, we are super excited to get out of town. We've been working really hard and it's time for a break. So. Yeah, but I don't get to go. So they get to go get their break and I get to stay here and continue to work. Yep. You're going to, you're going to work for a little bit. That's okay. Your time will come. (laughs) So you were telling me last night about a fun progress that you were having with one of the girls that you're doing personal training with. Let's share that. Yeah. um, I just started training with her last night. It was our first session. Um, she reminds me of myself, uh, when I was early in my athletic years, I knew that I wanted to play basketball. I knew I wanted to go far. I didn't know how to get there. And I was a little silly, goofy, and I didn't really know how to stay stay serious, um, or how to like actually work towards a goal. So now that we're starting to work together, she actually got a lot better last night and we had a good time. Um, but sometimes I was like, okay, I just need you to be serious, get through this, be serious for this. And then you can giggle and laugh and do your thing. And then, you know, be serious for the next drill kind of thing. Um, it was kind of interesting to watch. I do love training and having like the aspects of the workbook and everything as well, because I can combine the two. Um, just like everything that we've talked about, everything that I know, um, like incorporating it into the training as well, because it's super important. Um, so we're working on her shooting for basketball and, um, she can be a really good shooter when she's like serious and focuses, but when she gets tired or gets silly and goofy, she just loses everything that we worked on. So, um, we were working on some of her shooting, we were doing some free throws, and every time that she missed, she would, like, drop her head, and I could just tell that she was, like, not very nice to herself, just, like, that you suck kind of thing internally, 
Um, and so I was like, so what do you say to yourself after you miss a shot? Do you say you suck? Do you say I'm not a good shooter? Like what, what is the negative or do you say negative thoughts? And she, she's kind of the one that's like, your her by her face you can tell that she like she's like yes you're right you're completely right in what you're saying but she's kind of like I don't know kind of I don't know <laughs> like a kind of kind of thing and and um anyways so she she I ended up telling her I said just be honest with me I'd rather be honest with me than lie to me or not you know not tell me the whole truth and she was like, yeah, I definitely say that. And I was like, I tell all of my girls this, whether it's a game, a practice, training, whatever it is, it has to be a next play because you make a mistake, you miss whatever is going to happen. You can't change it. Like, and there's no point in dwelling. There's literally no point in dwelling. And that's what, that's like the hardest part about it is that if you dwell, it makes things worse. But at the same time, like, yeah, it does suck. And yeah, it's okay to be like upset because you have those like high expectations for yourself, which is amazing. Cause if you don't have high expectations, like it's going to be a lot harder to reach your goals. Um, but if you dwell, it's only going to make it worse. So I just tell them, I say next play. I say that to all of my girls next play. I don't care about it. I've moved on from it. I forgot what you even did at this point. So should you. Um, and so it, it did help throughout. And I was like, you know, I'm there encouraging her. I'm like, move on say, I got this. If I want to be a good shooter, I have to be able to say, this one's mine. Every time I pick up the ball, this one's mine. I got this. Or, you know, this is my shot, whatever. I'm going to make it, whatever it is, whatever you have to say. If you want to be a good shooter or anything, like a good kicker, I don't know, whatever, soccer or football or something, or you want to make the perfect pass or whatever it is, like golf, the perfect shot, perfect time, whatever it is, you have to be able to just say in your head, this one's mine. And if it doesn't, if you don't succeed the way that you want to, next play, next time, the next one's mine. Right. Because like you said, you know, if you have high expectations of yourself, but you beat yourself up, if you make a mistake, your expectations of yourself really aren't that high yeah. because there's, there's the mindset in it because you're thinking I'm only good enough. If I perform, you're not thinking I'm good enough, no matter what, I'm just learning as I go. Yeah. So it only becomes a problem if we make it a problem. Yeah. So and mistakes are so natural. Yeah. So natural. Well, have to. How do you get to the next level? If you don't never make a mistake. Yeah. Cause we're not perfect. No one's perfect. So if you don't make a mistake and you're not continuing to learn and to get better, how are you going to, how are you going to get there? Yeah. I actually, I was watching a show last night and they were talking about like, she's a scientist and she was talking about how nobody's perfect, but she loves imperfections mm -hmm. because in science, in life, really, we can't survive without imperfections. How do we grow? How do we keep like for science, how do you keep doing experiments? How do you keep learning and expanding without mistakes? Right. That's like something huge. And so when she said that, I was like, that's so right because we wouldn't have science without mistakes, 
But when you finally get it perfect, the feeling of having something that's completely perfect is way better. Like it feels amazing. Right. So, but yeah, trying to just get to that next level, you have to make mistakes to get to that next level. And I think it's so easy to get in your head when you're young and you're not taught right away that it's okay. Because a lot of times younger kids are brought up thinking they think they have to be perfect the first time. Well, you're not perfect because you've never done it before, right? And so until you've done it and until you've learned, you're not going to know. You can't yeah. know right away. And so if, you, if we can teach our kids, you know, at a younger age that it's okay to not know right away. But if you want to know and you want to learn, go for it. Do it. Do the hard things because you're only going to get better in time. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've been working with um, <clears throat> the CBC golf team, our community college here. And <laughs> listening to them yesterday, it was awesome because they are so engaged and understand that they don't have the mental toughness right now, but they see that learning how to control their thoughts is going to make such a difference for their whole team. And they're starting to, you know, understand and they're starting to go through the workbook as far as, you know, just the first couple sections where they're just seeing their thoughts and they're, they're getting excited about it, you know? So they're like, gosh, if I, if I change my thought or if I, you know, had a goal and worked towards it, I can achieve it and I don't have to beat myself up. I don't. And it's just a learning process. And so it's super exciting to watch them understand that this process and learning is okay. And it's exciting because they're going to come together as a team and they're going to become better players, but it's deciphering, why do I have to beat myself up? And it's so interesting because I think now, like my thought process is completely different. I beat myself up all through school. I mean, I was like my worst enemy and I look back now and think, gosh, why did I do that? When I think it's so simple now, if I, if I have a problem, it's not a problem. What do I do to fix it? What do I do to grow? What do I do? You know, what's the other alternative? Yeah. And sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. That just means I have to find a different way. Well, and it's just like, I mean, we were listening to this podcast this morning Um, And it was talking about how a problem's only a problem if you make it a problem, basically. And you have to think about the circumstance. Um, Because truly, if you think of the circumstance of the problem, you are turning it into a problem for yourself. Something that doesn't have to be a problem. So, and that that was a lot of words mixed together. And I don't know if that necessarily makes sense if you just flat out say it. But like, an example that they had used, one that's on the top of my head was about, okay, let's say your best friend forgot your birthday and didn't tell you happy birthday. Okay, well, you're making this a problem. Yes, that's a problem for you. Okay, I get that. Yeah, that does suck. Your best friend forgot your birthday. But at the same time, what is the circumstance? Is there a reason that they forgot? Is there something else that was going on for them? 
why are you making this into a problem instead of just reaching out maybe and just saying, hey, I, do you want to go out for, you know, dinner for my birthday or something like that? Or reaching out, are you okay? Like, think about the circumstances instead of why it's a problem for you. Mm-hmm. Yep. And a lot of times it comes down to communication. So, you know, that situation, if they don't remember, maybe they didn't remember it's your birthday and maybe they got busy, like you said. Um, okay. But if I didn't communicate or say, Hey, it's my birthday month or it's my birthday week, I'm going to celebrate. You want to come celebrate with me, you know? And then, then there's, you know, all reminded or you'll understand why they forgot or what, what's going on with them. So all of a sudden it's not a problem anymore. Like you said. Yeah. So it's, it's like, if you, if you got mad that they forgot or they haven't said anything, and then what if you walk into your house and they actually have a surprise party going for you? Right. You know what I mean? So like you've created this problem for yourself when it didn't need to be a problem. Right. It's really not a problem. But it's a problem because you already made this big story about everything that's, that you think is happening when really it's not. Yeah. It's, all, it's all in your mind. So it's crazy that way to think of how much trouble we create for ourselves just because of certain thoughts. And a lot of times it comes down to communication. And a lot of times it comes down to, I just didn't talk about it. I didn't ask a question or I blew something out of proportion that because I thought about it one way. And in reality, someone else is thinking about it totally different and you're not meshing. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, it's crazy and it seems so simple, but at the same time, if you don't understand it, it becomes a huge thing and it controls our lives. And, you know, like as I'm doing more and more work with this, life is just so not so dramatic, but we create so much drama in our lives and it's all on us. And, you know, there's times where you can have a bad day and that's okay. Sometimes we just need to have a bad day or a bad couple days and understand that there's something that you have to process something that's going on with you. And, and I go through this a lot. There's, there's certain times of the season of the month that, um, you know, sometimes I just get down especially during the holidays, but I, if I let myself process those things, then it's okay. And I get back into my groove, but it's all how I'm learning that whatever my thoughts are during those times that I feel down, I have to understand what I'm going through. And when I get that, it's great. I'm, I'm, I'm better. Yeah. Life doesn't have to be as dramatic and complicated as we think. And that's, that's a learning process though. And it's not going to come easy. It doesn't come easy for anybody. Um, But you have to be able to communicate. I think honestly, communicating, talking to someone, whether it's someone you trust or a therapist or a life coach, someone, you know, finding someone or even being able to journal because journal is communicating with yourself. Um, finding ways that you're comfortable and just communicate because sometimes writing out 
everything that's happening on paper or even typing it out or whatever, it makes like the biggest difference. Um, just crazy to be able to, <laughs> what? I said, that's so crazy that you're saying that because you're always one. I don't like to write very much, but I don't, I don't journal, but like I, the times that I have journaled it, like, I do feel better afterwards writing it down. I'm not good at it. I'm a talker. I love to talk. So I would much rather talk with it. Like my boyfriend is probably hears way more than he wants to or needs to hear because I talk through everything. And sometimes it's just so I can get it out. And it might seem like I'm complaining sometimes. And sometimes I'm like, I don't mean for this to come off. I just need to get this off my chest. And um, sometimes I don't need him to respond to me. Sometimes I would love feedback. Sometimes he gives the wrong feedback. (laughs) (laughs) What you think is wrong feedback. He thinks it's right. (laughs) Sometimes he tells me what I didn't want to hear. Um, And I'm like, that's not, that's not what I was talking about. That's not the direction I was wanting you to go with it. But thanks for keeping me grounded. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Mm, Yeah. I get that grounded all the time. (laughs) But I, I mean, just being able to talk to someone and before, like, before I had him, it was one of my other best friends. I would find someone to just talk to about it. I just, I like to talk. Sure. Yeah. But I think, I think the biggest thing that we're trying to get across is that learning, learning your thoughts and how to recognize them is so important. And it's not easy. It's not easy to learn that. It's not easy because it's so, it's so quick and our thoughts are so many that it's hard to decipher what's a thought and what's reality. Right. And so how do you, what we teach is, you know, how to decipher what is truly just your thoughts and what is reality. And um, once you can start deciphering that, it makes things so much easier and life doesn't seem so terribly hard all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to talk about the workbook. You do. I want to talk about where we're at with the workbook because I think we're doing a killer job. We have what, how many do we count? 65 or something like that books out right now. Um, um, a little bit more because I got another one out yesterday. Beautiful. I actually, yeah. I mean, I was, a friend of mine came over and she's like, can I bring this to um, a friend that, that works with elementary kids? I think this would be awesome for them. And I'm like, absolutely do it. And so then she's like, I gave it to her and she's like, I want to buy it. I want to buy another one so I can work on it. So I'm excited. Yeah. I mean, I know you and I are both working through the workbook as well. Um, And like you were saying, we're working um, with a golf team, a college golf team right now. Um, So we are going through the workbook so we can make sure that we have a complete and utter understanding of the entire workbook. (laughs) Even though we wrote it, we need to work through it ourselves so then we know how to help you guys as best. 
Um, I have one of my players, she bought one of the books. And then the company that I work for bought 50 of our books. Um, we have a couple more out here and there, but we're really, really excited and everyone has loved them so far. Um, I've been shocked with even with the golf team they I wasn't sure their response on it and they were like this is needed like we are totally excited about this this is needed and so just the response we I get every time I hand it out is just I'm like are you just trying to appease me or are you being serious <laughs> but no the response has been great I'm just excited for people to start using it and giving us yeah. feedback yeah definitely we the feedback is the biggest part getting more people to see it and have feedback for it um we talk about all the time how the workbook and what what we're working through is for sports but at the same time it's for life mm -hmm. sports everything you learn in sports the discipline the effort um the attitude that you have the control that you learn um the multitasking sports teach you life lessons and so if you play a sport whether you're a little baby from your little baby to and professional whatever professional sport anywhere in between like everything that you're learning there is going to help you in life this workbook is the same thing it can help anybody who is in sports or it could help anybody just in life because um, school tests you the same way that sports can and um, friends can test you and family can test you and just the day-to-day -day challenges that you're going to experience from your young age till you die um, you're always going to have the challenges and so the workbook is for everybody and I feel like sometimes we don't make that well enough known is that this is for everybody. Yes, we are based on sports because sports doesn't have that focus on mental health. And so we're trying to really raise that awareness for it. Um, but this, this is for everybody. And we'll, and we'll, as time goes on, we'll, we'll create more content for just everyday life. Um, that's, it will be in the works. But um, I want to get through this first, because like you said, we um, sports is such a huge thing in people's lives when they play sports and the mental toughness can be overwhelming. Yeah, definitely. So if, you know, you want to figure out your thoughts and what they're creating in your life, um, check us out. Let's talk PMA and check out our workbook and we want to work with everyone that um purchases a book so don't feel like you're in this on your own we are here to do one-on-ones we are here to do groups we um we're here to help everyone that is wanting to go through this and get stronger and better mentality all together have a better life Thanks. I'm not going to repeat all of that because <laughs> you literally just said it all. I don't need to say that all again. No, you don't. <laughs> Sorry, I just went off.
you a little but that's okay that's fine <laughs> you said it all um but yes thank you guys for joining us again please reach out we want to hear everything that you guys are going through um and just see if we can help because not like we're learning we're learning through the workbook we're learning through your guys's experience um and we just want to help you guys be mentally tough and be able to process your thoughts actually i want to end with this okay the average human has 12 to 60,000 thoughts a day 80% of those thoughts are negative on average so it's up to you to change that mindset change that 80% because life is beautiful and we don't need to be negative about everything all the time. Start working on your thoughts, change it from that negative to that positive, realize the beauty in life and um, think about the circumstance, not the problem. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you everybody for joining and we'll see you guys next week.